0: Welcome to Many Roads, One Destination, a podcast series exploring young footballers' unique journeys to the AFL draft. Today we're lucky enough to have Colter Cannons and Dunn Creek goal-kicking superstar, Chloe Malloy, with us to talk about her football career so far. After making the tough decision to turn down a scholarship to play college basketball in the US, Chloe has done everything in her power to prove it was the right decision. She finished the most recent TAC Cup season as the leading goal-kicker and joined Best and Fairest and is currently enjoying a breakout season with the Creators, that sees her club atop the VFL ladder and herself again leading the goal-kicking. In this interview, Chloe explores ramifications of her decision to turn down the college offer, the pressure she feels because of her immediate success, and just a lot about how much she really, really loves footy. I hope you enjoy this interview as much as I did, because I reckon Chloe is a star. It's time to go for a trip down road number one with Chloe Malloy.
1: For um, I think for me even that was a choice thing when I was asked to come back or when I was accepted back to the, the canons at the, the TAC uh, program because um, I know you, you wouldn't just take any, any average footballer in an elite program and then hearing compliments from other people and how hard they were when I was coming back into it and they reminded me like of how good I was um, as a little girl running around with the boys. Um, and so I guess when you, you're complimented by others and you're assured by others that you you are good and you can you can play footy, then I think that's when the realization is that you you're good at footy. Yeah, what you do. And so
0: getting invited back to that tax system, how did you find how did you find your years in that TAC program?
1: Um, really good, really good. So I, I had one season with them, We had five games, but um, I'd sum it up with short and sweet. It was even that was. Unfortunately, only five games, and whoever finished on top was the, I guess, the inaugural winners. But um, it was awesome. Really good to play against all the other the girls that are out there, my age and a bit younger, and compare myself to them. And I think it was good for me as a massive challenge. Obviously, having so many years off footy and then coming into the TSC program. Um, that's also like, like the very first question was when did you realise you're good at footy. So that's. Knowing that I could compete against the best was also another realization that I could I was good at footy. And
0: how how big was the gap between when you first played footy to when you went back to the tank?
1: Um, so it was about seven seven years since I put the football down and picked it back up.
0: Yeah, so quite a while. And so even so, when you made that decision to go back, so you're. You've taken, yeah. You've been, you've had punt at going back into tap football, mm-hmm. but were you playing before that, or did you just trial and just be like, no, I'm going to pick it straight back up?
1: I, I literally just picked it straight back up. Didn't I hadn't played. I'd, I'd kicked with the brother at the back, but never played in the league or anything like that, or done a program. It was straight into the with the cannons.
0: Yeah, that leads quite nicely into question number two, which is, would you describe yourself as a trial or a flyer? <laughs> AKA do you train super hard to get the most out of your talents Mm -hmm. or are you just a bit of a natural jet to use a footy parlance and that you can kind of, that's like, that's kind of got you through?
1: Yeah. Um, I don't like to admit it. It's not, I am, it is natural. It does come natural to me. And, um, obviously I, it's in my blood. My, my father was good at footy. My my uncle Jared, who obviously played for Collingwood and my pop as well. So it is, it does come naturally to me, but also you do have to work hard. And I, I think personally I could work a lot harder and I could be a lot better than I am and I'm working on that. And hopefully, um, I guess my talent now can bring me to the programs that are offered at the AFI women's and I can work harder and become a better footballer.
0: Yeah. And so have you, in terms of work, obviously you were very involved in basketball prior to coming across to back to football. Have you learned? Is that where you learned kind of like that work, like the work required to be an elite sports person, or is it is it different now that you're in AFL athlete? You have to step it up again, or
1: um, so. Basketball, I think football definitely. You have to step it up again. This is this is women's now. So I was only juniors through basketball, so you could get away with doing a certain amount, but now you've got women like I get like Erin Phillips. Like I'm sure there's not a day where she isn't hasn't got the footy in her hand or doing anything like that. So, like, as mum and dad always used to say, or they referred to basketball, but I'll put it in footy terms, if you don't have a footy in your hands, there's someone out there who does, and there's someone out there who's training harder. So that's, you are just got to use that as motivation.
0: And is there someone uh, either at tack level or in your exposure to the AFL women's that kind of just reckon you're setting the benchmark that you've actually seen or been exposed to in terms of training standards?
1: Um, well, there's a few creaky girls. I know... Oh, well, I don't know them personally. Yeah. But like you see on Instagram, um, like I, you chuck Mojo out there. You see she's posting. She is working hard. Candy um, Brennan and Mel um, They're they're putting it out there that they are working hard. So for me, I see that and I can see that they are working hard. But I guess you have got your quiet achievers too. Like I know Steph Kiyoshi works pretty hard. Um, with what she does puts a lot of effort into everything um, I don't I don't think I could name a female footballer doesn't put in effort or work hard every week because what they've got is pretty amazing and I know that they know that there'd be any girls out there that would give a run for what they've got
0: definitely and obviously I think there's a bit of a misconception in the public because both the VFL and the AFL season for you guys is so short mm-hmm. um, that you kind of just rock up to play your nine rounds in the AFLW you rock up to play your 14 rounds in the women's AFL. what kind of what's the kind of week to week schedule in terms of workload and, and when are you training when's it when's the personal session when's the team session
1: um, so team sessions we have for, for Diamond Creek now it's Tuesday Thursdays and then we'll play on the weekend and then it's on you to do stuff outside
0: yeah
1: because um, it is it's senior footy now it's you're not baby you do your own work and that's what I said before like that's something I'm working on I have only gone through juniors so I've been given programs and I was pushed to do it but now it's it's in my I guess the the footy's on my field or the ball's in my court now yeah
0: definitely so on that question three is do you see footy as a passion a job or a hobby or a blend of all three a
1: blend of all three um I think with the league the AFL Women's League now um I can look to it more as a career, which is exciting because it was just used to be a hobby that I used to love it. But now it's definitely turned into a mixture of all three. I love going to trainings and um, I love that the, the opportunity for me to make football a career is there now. So it's definitely a blend of all three for me.
0: And do you reckon, is there anything to be lost, do you think, in? this trajectory of taking the women's women's footy into a more professional sphere obviously there's been a lot of stuff in the media at the moment about some of the guys struggling with the, the pressure the perceived pressure of being a professional athlete mm-hmm. do you think like so you're currently getting pushed into that into that adult environment you have to do the training by yourself it's, yeah. it's on you if it's meant to be type thing is there is there days where you go oh this is not as fun as I thought it would be or is it all just this is an amazing opportunity and um, go and forward
1: oh I no doubt I'll have days where I'm like why did I even choose football because oh, be, I cannot be bothered getting up but I guess you got to get through those days and if it if it does turn out to be a career I'm like I'm sure some like people who work out there they they wake up and they're like I did not want to go to work but you go anyway and I, you'll have your days for sure and I, I will have my days I know that but ultimately if it's what I want then it's a bit of a suck it up and I'm sure the next day I'll turn around and be like, I love footy. Yeah. So yeah.
0: And you know. After when you always go, like, oh, this is yeah. the greatest. So. <laughs> uh, question four, and it's I think particularly pertinent for you coming into this kind of progression period in, in women's footy, what do you consider mm-hmm. a good AFL career to be? So mm-hmm. when you look back on it, what would you if you if you've achieved XYZ, what do you reckon a good like solid AFL career would be?
1: Um, I think if a good AFL career. That's hard. Um, I think to grow for me now is to know the game inside out. That would be like I, I thought about this one I was trying to think of when I'm at the end of my career what, what could I remember about it? And I'm a big, Person, persons, person. So, uh, hopefully, for me, a good career would be to build, obviously, on the other side of like the, it being a sport. Have friends, lifelong friends from the game. Yeah. And um, but good. I think it's just that you had when you set yourself goals that you've achieved them, and um, you're happy with how you played and how you performed, and you're, you're proud of the colours that you wore through the season. Um, it is hard, and it good. It just depends on your perspective on it. Yeah. And I guess I'll learn that, and what it is a good career to have. I guess I'll figure it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you a person that sets goals like pre-season, pre-game? Do you go in? Do you go into a pre-season and be like, oh, I want to, I want to be the leading goal kicker in the women's <laughs> NFL. I want to, and then each game you go, oh, this is a team where I should, I should, mm. you know, kick three. I should kick four. Or is it more just like? There's a there's a sort of things that your coach has said to focus on, and I want to be like, I yeah. want to make sure I'm harbour ball and do my pressure acts.
1: Yeah, um, I, I actually have never been one to set goals, and but it's each to their own. I I never set goals. Um, I don't know. I just never never been one to do that. But uh, like, the obviously, the coach will give you give you his goals or her his or her goals, and then you will try to achieve them, but. I get a bit lost in the game, yeah. And I think, I guess, as as I progress as a a football player, I should be setting goals because that'll, if I'm playing bad in a quarter, I can refer back to the goals and put myself back on track. But for now, I haven't set any goals necessarily. Now,
0: so are you a person that when you when you take the field, it kind of just all kind of washes over and you just Mm. get like very much lost in the moment? Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. So on that, like how do you is it is it currently footy for you very like structures based because I know that a lot especially even at tack level for the for the guys there's a lot of like they get booklets of structures and mm. it's like at this stage you're the fifth man you're the sixth man you're the yep. rounder whatever but then yeah is that the same for you guys and you have to kind of hold it in there or is it if you as a forward and as a key forward just like I'm going to get the ball and kick the goal <laughs> I keep it real simple
1: um, I I think it would be so structures I'm just trying to nail structures into the head now cause I want to I guess you know they say "Know it like the back of your hand and then it will just come naturally yeah so if I know footy structures like the back of my hand I think I'll just I'll literally just be able to go out there and play and with that just unconsciously I'd be able to play the game and know where to be and I'd just be in the right position um, so just learning the structures and getting that nailed into me now and then yeah
0: yeah nice so on that obviously now you've had you know, parents influence your decisions to, to take it back footy up again. You've obviously had a bunch of different coaches at different positions. Question five is, do you have any one person that's had the most influence on your football career so
1: far? Um, yeah. So, so mum, mum has been big. I guess me and her had ups and downs because if you like, if no one knew already, I, I did turn down a, a college scholarship to play football. And, um, I love Eddie bits, but we headbutted through many months about this decision because it it's a huge thing. Um, so she helped me in learning to stick to what I wanted, but now she's really supportive of me and my football and she's realised that I like, I am good and I, I can get somewhere. So she's been a, an influence on me um, in both, and I like it, not in a bad way, but in a good and bad way as she's made me realise what I want. Um, and it was hard, but now we're sweet and she's really helping me through it, which is good.
0: Yeah. And on making that decision, like, what what kind of elements went into, went into making that ultimate decision to turn down the scholarship?
1: Um, Cliché as, but follow your heart is what I wanted. And I was like, I'm very stubborn. Um, I wanted it, so I, I was going to do it no matter what anyone said, really. And you can hate me for it or you can support me, and that's what I not what I said directly to mum, but I said, you either, you can support me in what I do because I'm going to do it and I'll involve you or don't be involved with it. I'm still going to do it because that's what I wanted to do. Definitely. And what were
0: kind of her counter arguments Like why did she want you to try and, obviously she wanted you to take up the college mm. scholarship?
1: Um, she'd put many years into my basketball. As much effort as I'd gone into basketball was for her as well. So I feel as though I did feel like I was letting her down in not doing because that that we'd spoken about that was my dream to go to college, and then for me to randomly, well, not randomly, but to turn around and be like, "Oh, you know what, Mum? I actually don't. This isn't my dream anymore." I think it was a bit of a shock to her, so I, I can understand from her perspective of of why she was, I guess, upset and a bit disappointed, but um, she's understood now. But um, yes, yeah, I can see why she was how she reacted
0: and do you have do you have days where you go I've made the wrong mistake I've made, 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 I've made a mistake I've made the wrong decision oh man mm. I, could, I could be playing in the WNBA one day <laughs> like those kind of thoughts or was it all just like nah I'm loving footy and...
1: Uh, I, that's one thing I always get asked and that's the one thing that's so comforting for me is that I, my answer every time is no like I, I'm yeah. so assured that this is what I want to do and I haven't had a day where I, I no offense to the sport, but I don't miss basketball. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's really reassuring to me that footy is what I wanted to do. And I've, I think that was a big, massive step in my life of my own independent choice. And it was, I, I feel like it's been a right choice for me, which, which is good.
0: Very good. So question number f- uh, six is, what has been the hardest part about your footy journey so far?
1: Um, pretty much what we, did, we spoke about then was the actual kick off into football yeah. and beginning that journey and that transition from basketball to footy—that that's probably been the hardest, hardest thing about football as well. Um, yeah, that. Yeah, that's probably the hardest.
0: Yeah, and so in terms of that transition, like, what was like? Did you have anything in place before you turned down? The scholarship? Have no. you been invited to go join a footy team, or was it literally just like?
1: It's that. That's also another. Thing. It was a massive gamble. Why like I go from having a scholarship, that's a, a scholarship, that's a sure thing, to oh, you could be good at footy, you could get somewhere. So from a sure thing to a gamble, you can see why it seems a bit stupid to go with the gamble. Um, but like, I did the gamble, and it's, yeah, it it's obviously off. paying off for me. Yeah. Hopefully, it keeps paying off.
0: Did you have to, did you have to trial for the cannons
1: or was it, Um, did you get invited or? Yeah, so I did have the trial, there was, there was cuts being made, it was, um, I think I went in around, just after October, just after the draft, I went and joined the program and they had cuts, so I did have to trial for that, I didn't get, just straight in.
0: Yeah. No, good. Um, so number seven, that kind of plays into it as well, is what is your current state of mind in regards to being an AFL player? Are you comfortable, are you scared, are you, are you nervous, are you excited? Um, I suppose right now playing VFL and also about obviously looking forward to the draft and mm-hmm. what, what things might happen.
1: Um, I, am, I am nervous and um, one thing I am a bit scared about is not meeting the expectations of everyone. Um, I'm very afraid of letting people down. Um, as in, there's been a lot of hype that I could potentially be up in the high draft. So I love that pressure, but that does scare me a lot. And um, that's just how I take it. I, I'm trying not to think about it because I know if I think about it too much, it'll just it'll come out in my game, and you'll see that I'm not thinking straight or don't have a clear head. Um, that's probably the one thing I'm nervous about and pretty scared about is uh, not meeting people's expectations or the media's expectations.
0: Yeah. And are you approaching games at the moment in the, in the VFL from, a, from a, that point of view of like, I'm just here to learn? Or is it now, you've obviously had a very immediate success. Are you approaching it just with confidence now being like, no, I belong in this level, I can match up with these girls?
1: Yeah, um, I do, I am pretty confident and Diamond Creek have been really awesome. Um, so I think with the girls I've got there, I do go in with a bit of confidence, knowing that I do belong here. Um, I can compete at this level, and I've, I've proven to others and myself that I can compete. So I do have a bit of confidence going to games. But um, with the draft, there's no there's no sure thing there. People can say you're going to go number one, but I'm not. I'm not putting. I guess I'm not settling for that. I, I don't know. nothing's yeah. Nothing. Nothing sure. So. Um, but I do think I can compete that level and I belong in that level.
0: And in terms of the draft, do you get told much from the clubs? Obviously, your agent obviously has conversations with that as well. Um, but yeah, do you... Are there other things that you hear, kind of proper hear saying rumours or are clubs coming up to you and saying, we're super interested, keep it up?
1: Uh, it's, it's just rumours and that's one thing. I don't want to get caught up in that. I, I haven't had any direct contact, so I could, don't yeah. want to... I don't know, people to get in my ear and be like, "No, no, no! Doggies want you. Doggies want you. Or Collingwood want you. Or Melbourne or Lions want you. It's it's all rumors yeah. as far. And the media media can write what they want, but until it, until actually, it actually happens, happens yeah. then it's fact. But we'll see.
0: Cool. So question number eight is: What is your greatest achievement so far in sports or just in life in general?
1: Um. It's always going to come back to that big decision. My greatest achievement personally has been making that right choice. I feel I'm very at peace with myself that I I was able to make that decision and I've grown a lot from that. Um, Sports-wise, biggest achievement um, was coming back in and and winning the the joint best and fairest at the TSC cut level and the leading goal kicking. And... um, also leading the VFL was it's it's and um, they're all just accolades but it's just proving I guess it's evidence to myself that yeah I do belong at that level um but always going to come back to the greatest achievement for me personally and sport wise was making that decision good
0: and are you a person like you said you don't set any goals so do you do you care much for accolades as well like are you are you you're obviously now in a position where you, you potentially can win leading goal kicker yeah. in your first year of the BFM. Is that something that's in the back of your head at all or is it more just like oh, if it happens, it happens, but my job here is to is to win games and take marks and kick goals and if it happens to be that I'm leading goal kicker then so be it. Well,
1: I, I, couldn't, I could not tell you right now how many goals I'm on. It's just, it, it is what it is and if I happen to win win the goal kicking then I'd hope on the back of that that Diamond Creek have a premiership. Yeah. I, it's more more about the team, I'm not, I'm not, as much as I did mention the accolades, I'm not about them, it's, football's a team game, it's, if I want to play and worry about accolades, I'll go play tennis, Yeah. it's a, I want premierships for the teams that I play with. As an
0: aside, is that something, I've heard so many coaches and players bang tennis,
1: <laughs> is that something
0: that's drilled into you from like a young age, yeah. in, in the football environment, it's just like we don't, because I remember I used to work, do some work with some TAC cup teams, and yeah one day the team's having a terrible game because you just be like if you guys want to be selfish go out and play, play tennis I'm just like oh, okay I'm sure tennis players aren't really that terrible but yeah I know
1: yeah that, I, that is the cliche line coaches use actually now that yeah. you say it yeah but what's another single sport I guess well, swimming play, I guess they go play swimming <laughs> yeah, go yeah. Swimming. it doesn't have the same kind of ring to nah, it it doesn't
0: <laughs> um, question number nine is, is an interesting one. I haven't seen a, a few of the VFL games this year actually. The one thing that everyone says is that they're actually quite surprised about how physical it is. In many ways, almost probably more, there's more physical contests than in, in the current mm-hmm. men's game across all levels. So the question is as a general rule, when a scuffle breaks out in the forty field, do you respond with fight or flight?
1: <laughs> um, I kind of. Would fight for two seconds in flight. I'm out of there. Yeah. I'd give my little little spray, but then I'm straight out of there. But always sort to of stand up for yourself as well. I'd fight if I took offence to something, or if your teammate got hit. Yeah. And it's funny that you asked that because we just we just played Melbourne Union. That was that was a hectic game, and there was a few fight or flight moments in that game. And majority of mine were flight. I'm yeah. just out of there. No, I don't want to get suspended all weeks or anything.
0: Yeah. And is that, is that, again, like you just said you're a player that gets lost in the moment, mm-hmm. but you obviously still have that self-control? You know, a you know, player's just like, nah, I mean, I'm very much in the moment here, I'm going to do something
1: silly. <laughs> um, no, I'm pretty level-headed when it comes to that. I'm not going to jeopardise my reputation. And there is a big, not uh, not pressure as such, but my reputation, I'm building my reputation now and I don't want for something a uh, stupid, caught up in the moment um, incident to I guess bite me on the bum back in in my future.
0: Yeah, which leads in quite quite well to our, our final question, which is question number ten: How would you like to be remembered as an AFL footballer?
1: Um, someone that involved the team. It was kind of I kind of want to know, know, be known as um, glue of the team, um, not me just personally doing things or, or getting attached with kicking goals, but um, I want to be known as someone that was when they're on the field the whole the whole team efficiency went up it wasn't just my own personal efficiency um so really just I want to be known as a, a glue player as such
0: yeah and, and also kind of away from the game you're obviously kind of in this pioneering group of of female footballers that are taking the game to new heights mm-hmm. do you kind of have a, a, a do you have any personal responsibility or do you see like everyone having a shared sense of responsibility to promote the game and promote women's sport in general? Or are you more just like, I'm going to just do my thing and if people want to be inspired by that, they will?
1: Um, I think I'm just going along with me for now um, because I've only just come into it. I'm just trying to get my head around it. But I think for sure women should be promoting it um, um, and taking pride in it as well. So with that, it's taking pride in it is just promoting it anyway and, and um so like for me it's just personally now getting to it and head around the game not as such promoting it and like you said um just others can feed off me as such for inspiration um but yeah yeah,
0: yeah nice. cool and then the uh, bonus round question is is there a question amongst all the interviews you've ever done that you wish someone had asked you
1: but I wish there someone that asked me. Yeah. Um, I wish people delved more into my decision like we did today. Well, yeah. Now I don't wish it because it had happened. Um, and so they did get an understanding of my transition from that basketball to footy because that was a big thing for me. And I have wanted to share so people could understand more about who I am and like that. So that's one question I did wish and obviously we covered that today.
0: Good. Well, that's good news for me. <laughs> You're doing your job. Okay? <laughs> Thanks very much.